Hello, friends. Welcome to another podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Wiggins, and I am your Generation Z and Millennial Expert. Welcome, everybody. Today's date is November 16, 2020, and I hope everybody has having a great day. You know, if you look at older generations and younger generations, they are kind of like Republicans and Democrats. They're always feuding against each other. Today, we're going to talk about how Gen Z and baby boomers just don't get each other. It's very simple. Nothing, nothing more than that. They just don't get each other. So again, I want to remind everybody, this podcast is for learning about Gen Z and millennials and those that lead them. So today we're going to talk about, as I mentioned, the baby boomers versus Gen Z, Gen Z versus baby boomers. It's safe to assume that this is an immortal aspect of human society. Young people always exist. And older people will always complain about them. Young people, in turn, always say, old people just don't get it. I get sick of hearing that they hiked up 20 miles in the snow to go to school. Yada, yada, yada. Yes, I take my scooter and I go to school on my scooter. I don't want to hear about their hard times. You know, old people just don't get it. This is kind of what you hear. And recently they had a viral, was an okay boomer memoir or mimi. So if you're just turning in, okay boomer is a clap back for the rising generation Z to call out older adults on their collective lack of inaction on climate change, the overall resistance to progressive policies, and for the condescending tone that older people use when they describe kids these days. Think about that. Kids these days. How many generations have you heard that? It's kind of like a psychological effect. No matter what newer generation, it's always going to be like that. So here's a prediction. These okay boomer young people are going to get older and start complaining about the youth of the future. They'll probably use those same insults complaining about the kids at the 2050s and the 60s, how they're more entitled, more narcissist, and less self-sufficient than those generations of the past. Think about this. They're saying the same things that boomers are saying about Gen Z, and Gen Z will be saying that when it comes to that generation that falls after them. They'll pay a weird amount of attention to controversies on college campuses and then write opinion columns for the New York Times on how those are controversies are indicative of societal collapse. Very similar to when Gen Z is being a force within it comes to Black Lives Matter and things that are important to them. So that's because the kids these days is an ancient form of going back and the the negative connotation is going back to the cycle where we're doomed to repeat. It's basically a memory problem. It's kind of like a relationship. When you look back past at your relationships, 
you don't always remember the good things if it ended negatively. You think of the negative aspects, and that's because we have short-term memories. We tend to memorize, memor remember things that we want to remember and not necessarily if it ended up bad, you end up having a negative memory of the situation. That is the same thing about how the generations, older generations are with the newer generation. They don't realize the great aspects similar to relationships. When they say the kids these days, they figure they're just all thinking around, causing trouble, and it's where they basically misjudge the individuals. So the older, the tendency for older people to say the youth of today are somehow worse than the youth in the past is completely wrong. Because now, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, the generations of today, the millennial generations, they are continuing to get smarter. They are more, more intellectually uh, challenged, meaning they want to know more. They are more inquisitive. They have high-speed technology at their fingertips. They have more data than baby boomers, Gen X grew up with. So you think of the development psychologists, they'll make a prediction that these kids, the experts that think that kids over time are getting more intelligent, they have better insight on the world, and 84% predicted kids would be getting worse over time or stay the same. But guess what? They were wrong. Only 16% made the correct prediction. Kids today, if you believe in the validity of this type of measurement, are actually overall better today than the kids in the past. Why? How can all these experts get it wrong? Because the cognitive development is actually getting better. You know, there some people suggest that young people are lazy, entitled, and they act in self-serving ways. This is not necessarily true. This is just a prejudice. This is a bias. And if people were to make the claims they currently make about young people and children, uh, they can make these same claims about ethnic minorities. Uh, people, if they did, they would be, people would be up in arms because it's a prejudice. So how can you be prejudiced against the younger generation? You can't say it about ethnic minorities. You can't say it about religion. Uh, you can't say you can't say it a lot about different things. But they continue to be prejudiced against the younger generation, and this bias has been incredibly hard to get rid of, just like what you hear about racism. It's been very hard to get rid of. And so the memories of our past are, are deeply colored by the present, meaning the human memory doesn't work like you might think. It, it's not like a videotape. When we recall something, it's not like our brains are rewinding a tape and playing back events exactly as they unfolded. The memory is constructed. When we call up a memory, we have to piece it back together from the piece of information in our mind. Again, our mind works in mysterious ways. So some of what ends up in a recollection is the truth. But then there's a laziness part of our recollections in constructing our memory. So our brains grab the easiest bit of information to recall. And a lot of times, the, the, the simplest information is the information that hurt us or made a really big impact in our lives. 
So we take that as our recollection and we put it together and that's the memory. So when you hear the aspect of the kids these days, what they really mean is the kids these days are from the recollection of my mind and what I choose to be important. Remember, memory is more like a video editor working on a millisecond deadline. In a rush, the editor splices in bits of truth with whatever filler is handy. What's pernicious about all this? Think about when the video editor makes the cuts and additions to our memories, it's really good at hiding the seams. We have the illusion we can remember things as they happen. And that is a very interesting aspect. So one result of this memory system is a bias, as in present like now. In trying to remember something, we take pieces of the present and fold them into our recollections of the past. And as I mentioned earlier, think about relationships. Our memories of our past relationships are colored. How we feel about those people now. If the relationship was soured, we're more than likely to remember events unkindly, despite how you might have actually felt back then. Another example, your memory for how much food you've eaten in the last two weeks can be colored by whether I've given you food to eat now or if I can make you into a lab hungry. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a great way of analyzing it. So what does memory have to do with how adults see young people? Think about this, in order to make a judgment call about today's youth, we have to try to remember how kids used to be. But our memories are clouded. We have the recollection, so that's hard. Who has objective information on how kids used to be? Since we don't have it at all, we use information from the present to ultimately fill the gaps. So we don't use information about present day kids. We use information about ourselves of how we were, of how the crazy things that we did. So we use our current selves to make evaluations of kids today. Then people who score higher on a trait like authoritarian, excuse me, authoritarianism and intelligence should also judge kids more harsh, harshly on those categories. So again, think about the, the difference between how we are today and how we used to be. Used to be our judgments are clouded our recollections are, 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 are clouded. Again, it goes back to the editor splicing up our current events. So what I want to get to the point of being is that be careful about judging others. That goes from Gen Z judging the baby boomers and the baby boomers judging Gen Z. We are all different. We are all have our great aspects. We all have our lessons learned. We all have our optimism. We all have our ability to learn on the fly. We don't know everything when we're 20. We don't know everything when we're 65. We are always a learning generation and each generation is always likely going to have biases about the generation before them and after them. So what, what do we say about the generation before us? We usually say they're very, very hardworking. They did what they could for the family because we remember what our parents did and they worked. While we think about the younger generation and we go, oh, you know, they're ridiculous. Those kids, they're, they're narcissists, they're lazy, as I mentioned earlier. Well, guess what? 
we're going back to what we thought about when we were kids. So everything we think of is the overall recollection period. So what, what we have to think about is how we can get along. And remember, generations aren't necessarily real. They're kind of like astrology. It's, everybody has these parts that say, are you a Sagittarius? Are you a, are you a Leo? Are you a, you know, I mean, but then, then you're, are you Gen X? Are you Gen Y? So we all have aspects of our lives that can be important to a terminology. So a generation determines the life events that happen during the course of when we were born. And that's how generations are determined and broken down. And we know astral, astrology can be due to the Chinese astrology or whatever other of the means of how they determine that. So again, thank you everybody for your listenership. I always appreciate it. Please share the podcast with your friends, family, coworkers. And remember that we are all in this together and we can only be successful when we learn from each other. So the best way to get a hold of me is via my website, which is Gen Z and Millennial Expert.com and via email jason at jwigginsconsulting.com. Thank you, friends. Have a great morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you may be. And I look forward to talking to you on the next podcast on Tuesday, November 17th. Have a great rest of the Monday. Take care, friends. Bye-bye.